Uh, Georgia, minus six against Bama. Three o'clock in Atlanta, Georgia, Bama. And uh, this is what most people wanted, to see Smart and Saban go at it again. Uh, Everything on the line. But uh, Georgia, minus six. A touchdown, baby. Um, Alabama, Georgia. And by the way, the over-under is 54 and a half. And man, I expect this to be a physical, physical game. Bama's defense definitely came around this year. Uh, Georgia may not be elite, but they're good. And uh, we'll see what Milrow and Beck can do. Milrow's legs may be the difference. For me, that is the difference in the game. For others, people are going with Georgia. That's what we're going to talk about with our next guest. Mike Dettelier, Mike D, uh, Saints, LSU, SEC Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike D joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This interview is brought to you by Sound and Communications. So, video boards, right? Video boards in your company, your conference room, they've done them. Beautiful. Ingalls Shipyard, law firms, businesses, technology firms, Sound comav.com plus sound systems for football stadiums and baseball and arenas and gyms soundcomav.com we welcome in mike d mike it's uh georgia's a touchdown favorite this weekend uh in atlanta neutral field i guess georgia bama and is that too many for you mike d it it was kind of what i thought it would be to be honest with you uh we're talking about it uh, on our LSU pregame and uh, that I do with Herb Tyler. And I thought it would be probably five, five and a half. So, you know, six is in that range. Do you – are you going with Georgia? I like Bama in the game. And I like Bama because Milrow can run and Carson Beck is not as mobile and, and Stetson Bennett can run around. Who, who do you like and, and why do you like them? I like Georgia. I just think, uh, you know, they're a better football team. Um, For Alabama to get to this point has been impressive because they did it a different way this year. It was not a dominating defense. It was not a dynamic passing game. Uh, You know, they kind of pieced a little bit of this and a little bit of that together and got to this point. So, it's it's amazing uh, that they were able to get it uh, and piece it together. It's a different Saban team than what we've seen in the past of how, of the journey. But you know, hey, listen, you got to give them a lot of credit. Uh, they were able to get there. I think uh, certainly the biggest surprise is the play of Milro at quarterback, not his leg. Not his ability to move around. We all do that. How well he's come around as a passer. No one would have guessed this. That he, he has really developed into a pretty good downfield passer. Yeah, yeah. He's much better in the medium, longer ball elements than the short stuff. But uh, he's made great improvement. But I just think Georgia's defense, the speed of that defense, the talent they have, the development of Carson Beck at quarterback, uh, they win this game. Okay. 
Mike D's going with Georgia. I'm going with Bama. Mike D and I are going to bet a, a po'boy from his favorite New Orleans spot. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> on the game, Mike Detillier on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. All right, Saints fans are already mad at me because they don't think I've asked enough Saints questions the last few few weeks with Mike D. So here we go. All right, I see the text line. Um, Bo, ask Mike D how long Gail Benson will put up, how much longer Gail Benson will put up with Dennis Allen and Carmichael are shown the door. Mike D., what do you think the future is here with the New Orleans Saints? Well, that decision won't be made until the end of the year. Uh, and come on, you're not paying attention if you think Gail Benson was going to fire Dennis Allen midseason. But they got plenty of that, you know, even here in New Orleans. Uh, you know, Gail was going to let this play out. Her, Dennis Lauscher, uh, Mickey Holmes, they were going to let this play out to the end of the year. Um, the crazy thing about this is this team still has a shot to win the NFC South. As crazy as that sounds, they're still there because the other teams are bad too. Uh, but she's going to have to make that tough choice that after the season. Uh, I don't think that it survives here. I, I don't see how now. If he wins the NFC South, uh, which I don't think they'll do at this stage, but if they would, it would make it a much tougher decision for her. Uh, But I I, I don't see it. And the crazy thing is this is the easiest schedule that I'll ever see the Saints play. The easiest. And they they can't win these type games against an Atlanta, a Minnesota team with Josh Dobbs, you name it. They can't figure out a way to do it. But after the season, uh, I think that's when that decision would be made, and I don't see Dennis surviving. Okay. All right, so there you go, Todd. But I do know she likes Dennis Allen. She thinks he's the right guy. They like continuity. But it comes to a point where I'm a big believer in this, Bo, that uh, continuity has its place in life. And so does stability. But change is good sometimes. Change is good. And this this organization needs change. But it wasn't going to happen during the year. And you can't get it through people's heads. Oh, it's going to happen when in the bye week. No, it's not. You, you don't know how Gail Benson operates. It's just not the way she operates. So uh, I know a lot of Saints fans feel that way. Far this one, far that one. And eventually it'll happen. But it won't happen until the end of the year. He is Saints insider Mike Detillier talking Saints and where they are post-Payton and Breeze. And um, that – Gail Benson is not going to make a move till the end of the season. Now, Mike, you mentioned change, and you don't. Even though they, you're right, they could win the NFC South. Um, we, you and I talked about the schedule last May or whenever it was, yeah. and throughout the summer, and and then the quarterbacks that they would face this year or lack thereof. And uh, we, do you when you talk about change, uh, Mickey Loomis has been a remarkable, amazing 
asset and executive for the New Orleans Saints. Do you think Mickey stays on and makes this higher, or do you think uh, he steps away and someone new makes the hire to replace Dennis Allen, Mike? That, that to me, is the bigger question. Because, uh, you know, Mickey's done this for quite some time. Uh, does he sort of retire uh, and sort of walks away and becomes maybe like a consultant, whatever? I, I don't, that part I don't know. Uh, Mickey's always been sort of a low key guy to himself uh, about certain things. So um, that part I'm not real sure about, about the GM position. And there's a couple people here uh, that inside the organization that sort of fits the mold of what you see in the NFL today. Uh, Young guys at their craft and having the ability uh, to kind of co-general manager this team. Uh, That being Kai Harley, who has handled the finances uh, and cap management for the Saints. Uh, And Michael Parrington who's the director of uh, pro personnel, a young scout who's uh, now the uh, director of pro personnel. They do have Jeff Ireland, but, you know, since 2017, they made a draft that you could say, boy, they hit big on. Now, they did hit pay dirt in 2017, unprecedented draft class. But since then, they haven't done that. So, you know, I, I think whatever happens, it would be a dual kind of general manager position title where someone handles the money and the other guy handles the uh, personnel selections, either free agency-wise and draft. And they, they have two very young guys here that if they don't get it here, could potentially get something somewhere else. Okay. All right. So Mike believes the change is coming. It's just got to play yes, out. Do. And he, we're not sure if Mickey Loomis decides to retire and roll out in the sunset and become one of the best ever. I mean, he's an unbelievable executive, calming presence, could handle Sean Payton. Um and all of that, and he's done a phenomenal job for the New Orleans Saints for a long time. But I think Mike's alluding to the fact that Gail Benson's going to allow Mickey to make that call with everything that he's done for the for the franchise. We're visiting with Saints insider Mike Detillier. He is on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Now we're receiving text on they want Mike D to talk about Sean Payton. Well, he's more than familiar with the man because he covered him for 15 years, and they are on one hell of a roll with a five-game winning streak in uh, with the Denver Broncos. Things did not look good early, but Sean is Sean. He's one of the best. I always call, refer to him as one of the top five football coaches on the planet, and he's got this thing going in the right direction. Mike, I know you're not surprised because you know how good a coach Sean is, but how impressed yeah. are you with what Sean Payton's doing with the Broncos? Yeah, it, the surprise for me, he got off to such a slow start. It, and maybe he hadn't sold that quite as well early on, but then he started to believe in what Sean was preaching. And Sean's a really good coach. He really is. 
and you start to see that now they believe in him. And, Bo, I'm a big believer in this, and I don't care if it's at high school, college, or the pros. If you really believe that this coaching staff is giving you the best chance to win, you could have bust your behind for them. Mm-hmm. If you've got question marks, then you see a lot of erratic play. Well, we might win, we might not. One thing was showing, he's immensely confident, not only in himself, but in the way he can get you there. And so I'm just telling you that uh, it doesn't surprise me that he has pieced this together. And his teams always play with a lot of confidence. Always. And he's got them believing in themselves. After last year was sort of a disaster in Denver. And and maybe that's the reason why it's taken so long uh, after a really rough start. But I knew Sean would have success there. Uh, The big question mark for me was could he handle – Russell Wilson, toward the the back end of his career, and get him to play within himself and not be this kind of riverboat gambler-type quarterback. Just be efficient and don't turn the ball over. And he's been able to do that. But, man, listen, John, he's one heck of a coach. It doesn't surprise me what's happened. I think the surprise, and you never know about the journey to get there, was that it was a stumbling start out of the blocks for them. But, man, he's got them rolling now, and (laughs) they've played with a lot of confidence, and they believe now in what he's selling. You know, because Sean's the ultimate salesman. He's a pitch man, and he's got them believing and what they do and gives them the best chance to win. And I'm a big believer. I don't care what profession you're in. If you believe in what you're doing gives you the best chance, you're going to work a lot harder. It's something between the ears, right? No doubt. Uh, what a, It's pretty remarkable what's happened the last uh, five weeks in Denver. And they put themselves in position to make – I mean – to make a run here at, at, at a playoff berth. Um, Sean's special. He is Saints insider, NFL insider, Mike D., Mike Detillier, on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. You're listening Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Sound and Communications. All right, Mike, before we let you go, i got to hit the Thursday night game with the Seahawks and the Cowboys. Um, it's in Dallas. Uh, so a lot of times when you play that Thursday game, as you know, Mike D, you don't play again till the next Sunday. So you kind of get that that two day, three day bounce. The Cowboys don't get that; they go back to back Thursday nights because of who they are. Um, size this one up for me. It's nine points. Is that too many in this game with the Seahawks coming to town, Mike? Man, the way the Cowboys have played defense, and Geno Smith has played a lot like the Geno Smith if you erase 2022 and there's man, a lot of up and down in his play. Seattle has got some talent now 
And despite not having Kenneth Walker, they can run the football with Charbonnet. Uh, but, man, there's something just not quite right with Seattle. And Dallas has gotten hot as a team. Uh, and so I think that point spread's right. <laughs> uh, you know, and I know Pete Carroll has always been able to come up with some nice game plans, but I think the Cowboys overmatch Seattle here. And it has a lot to do with their defense. They they smother you with that pass rush. And, you know, Dak has gotten hot throwing the football. It's a nice combination of what they got. And, man, I watched the Eagles play. And Bobby and I differ on this. I think the Cowboys and the Eagles are a lot closer than people want to give them credit. I think that the gap there is not very much between the two of them. And uh, so, yeah, I like the Cowboys, and I like them big Thursday night over Seattle. Uh, Seattle has just been such an erratic team. And a lot of it has to do with the quarterback play. And defensively, they've given up big plays in the running game. Uh, it's not so much in the pass, but, man, they've given up some big plays in the running game. That's why they went out and got Leonard Williams. But uh, you got to convince me, Seattle. I like the Cowboys here, and I like them big. Mike likes it. The the spread's nine. It's in Dallas. It's Thursday night. Amazon Prime. Pete Carroll, DK Metcalf, and the Seahawks playing Prescott and that defense and the Cowboys and Dan Quinn. He is Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Great stuff on the Saints and, and kind of what could happen here over the next five, six weeks um, with Miss Benson, Mickey Loomis, Dennis Allen, and maybe turning turning a page here. But uh, I think Mike agrees Loomis will be able to decide if he wants to stay and or head to the beach or the mountains. Mike D., have a great week. We appreciate you, bud. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mike Dettelier, Saints Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. So he expects a change, another change. Um, in New Orleans, they, they promote, promoted from within – to follow a Hall of Fame coach, whew, tough task, right? And you lose your Hall of Fame quarterback at the same time. Uh, Mickey Loomis has been a phenomenal executive in New Orleans. He's what you want. He's a grown-up. He's a CEO. He doesn't care about um, being seen or known. He's a guy who's done all of his work in the background. and uh, But he was great for Mr. Benson, for Miss Benson, and I think more importantly, what what he did was obviously he hired Sean Payton, right? Which was a game changer for an organization that was boring and lost majority of the time. I told you all I quit the Saints in the 80s. I've been through that. And, and then Sean and Mickey had the ability to land the prize possession, the freak, the unicorn, um, a guy that I still don't believe gets enough credit for his game and what he was able to do, both mentally and physically, and that's Drew Brees. And led him to the Lombardi Trophy and all kinds of playoff appearances. Now they're looking at another reset here. And we'll see if Loomis, he's been doing this a long time. Long time. And you know he's got tons of dough and 
a huge NFL pension and blah, blah, blah. So be interesting to see if he wants to continue to, to, to work that kind of schedule and do all that, or if he kind of says, hey, I've done it. This was an amazing run, more success than we ever dreamed we'd have, and I'm going to let somebody else do it. And this is the first time that uh, Gail Benson, since her late husband Tom Benson passed away, she will be, in a way, she's going to let other people do it, but a part of the process of firing a coach and hiring a coach. Because as you all know, Sean Payton stepped down, and then they decided to promote from within. Um, Now, as competitive as Mickey Loomis is, and these guys, man, it's just another level, even though he's, what, mid-60s? Been doing this forever again. He may not be able to cut the court. He may say, I can't go out like this. I have to, I still have to be a part of it. So we may have a couple of listeners that there are several in the central Mississippi area that know Loomis very, very well, that already know what he's going to do. But we'll see. He's very private, behind the scenes, got to give him credit. Off the chart smart, one of the best executives in the NFL the last 20 years. That's saying something, too, uh, considering the league. And he's given y'all some amazing moments, amazing Sundays. And whoever thought that the Saints would, would be on primetime all the time? You didn't, did you? Saints were never on primetime, and they're, they're not on primetime now, right, because they're losing. You either got to be the Cowboys, who are now winning, but you either got to be a big brand or a winner to be on primetime yeah, when I was at the dome, uh, when I was in the dome, um, I don't know what year that was. Reggie Bush, Saints Vikings Monday Night Football. I sat there and thought, I never thought I'd be here, in here for Monday Night Football, with this place absolutely slap packed. Crazy. That's what Loomis, Peyton, and Breeze uh, brought to the table. And if you meet, if you read the Jeff Duncan book, which is it's a business book. And it's a personality book, and it's a football book. So it's not just football. It's not just it's not meathead football. But if you read the book, Loomis is a big piece of the puzzle throughout the theme because Sean and the, you, you see this all the time with people who are just, again, 0.01% wired and successful. Managing Sean was a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week thing. And you had to let him be crazy, a madman. And drive himself nuts to drive the organization to greatness. But you had to, you know, manage him somewhat. It's a it's a delicate balance that Mickey Loomis was able to uh, well master as part of his craft. So we'll see what Mickey Loomis, general manager of the New Orleans Saints, decides to do. But there will be a change in in New Orleans. And that'll that'll come after the season. Uh, you're listening to the Out of Bounds Show. It's brought to you by Sound and Communications. Video boards for your business or your school or your university. Sound systems for your football field and baseball stadium. Gymnasium, amphitheater, powered by soundcomav.com. Josh McQuistian, Oklahoma Insider on Levy, next. Next. 